0: FESTI-FAM! The time is now. Festival goers unite. Welcome to the FESTI-Files podcast, where we highlight the inspiring and creative individuals who come together and bring to life the festival experience. So if you're watching this at home and you've attended a festival, whether you go to festivals and dance as if no one's watching, uh, whether you are the DJ, whether you're behind the, the scenes, I mean we all play an integral piece in the festival community. My name is Desmond Beristain, CEO of FESTI, the festival smart band. And today is an awesome day. I just want to let everyone know how awesome this person is. We actually attempted to do this podcast a few days ago. We had some technical difficulties and she said, no problem. I would gladly do it again. So I am super duper grateful. And honestly, this is peace, love, unity and respect. Like I love that you don't just have that at the festival. You take that and you live by it. And we should all learn from you. So you're super inspiring. This traveling festival goer, she's an extraordinary artist. You may have seen her on Instagram doing, I mean, she's making moves that I even know the body could could spin like that, move like that, turn like that, but you know what? She's she's not only doing it, she teaches you how to do it. So she's a shuffling instructor, yoga instructor. She's a mindset coach, because it always starts in the mind, then the body follows. And the universe she's also the host of her own podcast beyond the shuffle podcast please ladies and gentlemen welcome erica g aka erica gutierrez welcome to the festival's podcast
1: thank you so much for having me it's an honor to be back honestly just hearing your amazing intro all over again i'm so excited for a conversation and to talk to all the festival goers out there today
0: yeah thanks like i said thanks for joining us again um your story is great and i'm stoked to really get back into it and learn it and uh and share it with the world so let's talk about that number one how are you during these times um because you know festival season is postponed right now
1: yeah so i really liked what you mentioned about like taking the peace love unity respect wherever Um, Right now, these times, I've actually been just really applying that the most I can here in my house and just doing the best that I can stay at peace, you know, with the current situations that are going on um, and just continuing to dance, continuing to teach, setting up some classes right now and just trying to make the best out of my time.
0: Love it. I love it. Um,
1: Circumstances.
0: Yeah, that's what we really all should be doing. You know, let's try to make the most out of it. You know, take this time um, individually to self-reflect, right, to see, okay, how am I feeling about this? And it's okay to feel however you feel. Just, it starts by building that relationship with yourself, asking those questions that maybe you might not be able to ask because of the daily grind. Next comes to, okay, what do I love? What are some things that I can still do during this time? Um, what are some things that I want to try that maybe I haven't had time to try? So. Tapping into the creativity and as a community looking at in general what can we reflect upon and make sure when we go back to festivals um, be more aware of, be more mindful of, not just for ourselves but for others. So, um, hey, I mean, you're doing that, you're an instructor, and you're preaching not just uh, the beautiful art, artistry of dance, artistry of shuffling, but also the mindset. So let's talk about, let's talk about that. I mean, what, what kind of mindset do you need to have just to uh, look so beautiful out there, have fun with what you're doing with what you're doing and um, pass that energy on to others?
1: Thank you. Shuffling has definitely been a big gateway for me to discover like what else is possible in my own like physical sense, and just like connecting with other people. And so the mindset, I feel like is something so beautiful in the festival community, but more specifically in the shuffle community, where we all kind of just push each other to grow and to continue learning from each other and continue teaching what we know. So my mindset is just kind of always evolving every day. But I definitely approach each day with a growth mindset. So knowing that, you know, I have practiced so much. And even after two years of practice, it's always a new opportunity to learn and to continue challenging ourselves and coming out of our comfort zone so definitely the mindset is something that just continues to get exercised every day and like looking at Whatever activities we're doing, so as you mentioned, trying something new or working on something new, learning, just being patient with it and just understanding that each time it feels uncomfortable and you're showing up, you can only continue to grow from there. So really just being patient, determined, and setting your mind to it. If you want to learn how to shuffle, go through the grind, go through the sweat, it's not easy, but it's worth it. And that's just the mindset that I approach towards basically everything that I do from the yoga to the shuffling and just to everyday actions.
0: And she said it, exercise the mindset. So like, of course, when you're dancing, you're exercising your body, but going into it each day or each session and understanding that I probably will get challenged. I will get tested. I should embrace that, uh, accept it, and know that it's an integral piece. It's part of the process. Um, You also said two years, so you've only been shuffling for two years or what? Let's get to that story. How did that come about?
1: Yeah, so I started off in the EDM just as a festival goer like back in 2012. I was like 13 at the time and I had danced my whole life. I've had experience with like ballet and lyrical, but it was kind of something that my parents put me in and I was little and I loved it. But as I grew up, it looked more as of a chore of I had to dance, I have to go to practice and like, I just kind of lost um, passion for dancing, but EDM music, I've always had that passion. So I went to Ultra 2012 and continued till like 2018 and it wasn't actually at till 2016 I went to festivals and I had never shuffled but I took a break so like two years from shuffling I mean from going to festivals and I found on Instagram shuffling and that's when I kind of saw the EDM and I was like why did I lose this part of myself I had told myself that I was no longer going to go to festivals because I didn't want to party and I wanted to like start I was in college my profession was like my priority Um, But it was the mindset that I was looking at those festival years. I was just going for the wrong thing. So when I found shuffling, I was able to just connect with myself in ways that I had never imagined. And just dancing in places with people and like continuing this like footwork that just is like mine. Sometimes I do things with my feet and I don't even know where they come from. It just like flows through me. Um, But it's just been like from the day one. Day one that I told myself I wanted to learn how to shuffle. I just started watching videos and I knew it was hard. I looked crazy. I got made fun of. I remember sharing it for the first time on Instagram. People were like, what are you doing? Like That looks crazy. But just going through those uncomfortable moments and just knowing every little hard work pays off, especially those practices where feel, where they feel the most uncomfortable and they feel like you're not getting things done. Just being able to do that every day has been amazing. So, shuffling continues to grow and grow me and just be a part of my life every day. So,
0: that's awesome. Uh, It's funny because you mentioned like posting videos and then people reacting a certain way um, because it's like the running man, which is like a staple shuffling fundamental you know, back in like, I guess back in the day, the running man was like this funny dance that people would like laugh at. It's like, oh, you're doing the running man, Mm. you know, in like a maybe a nineties or eighties party. But like now the running man has come back and it's like the running man 2.0 and then there's different moves involved. And uh, so maybe talk about that. What, let like some people don't post online because of that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but maybe talk about what you've had to face with posting the video, with it going live, with you receiving even criticism for what you're doing, even though, you know, you you would when you post it, you're thinking that everyone would just appreciate it and love it for what it is.
1: Yeah, shuffling is what got me out of that fear that we all go through, I feel like. I mean, the lucky people don't where they're just so comfortable and they don't care. Like, I definitely went through that phase where I was just terrified of being myself because it was like the judgment or what are people going to think? And I was in a sorority not so long before that. So I was used to like having like an image and just a lot of these limits that I set on myself, um, especially after many years that I had quit dancing. So I remember the first thing that I shared was like a story and I literally wrote it on my story and I was like, I know I'm dancing and people are going to make fun of me, but this is the new thing. So I'm going to be doing it. And that was a day that I addressed it head on, but I still had this like perfectionism that every time I got a shuffle video, like it had to be perfect because if I posted it and it wasn't perfect, then everything wouldn't be right. And so every time that I just like showed up for myself and my shuffling in that way, and like did what was uncomfortable so like if a video wasn't perfect and i finally shared it and it's like we have all these limits on ourselves thinking that the outer world is going to judge us but it's really ourselves And the moment we can accept that and just say you know what if i shuffle every day why am i afraid to post it this is who i am and so i also went through a phase where i was afraid of sharing it on my linkedin where I also create content, mostly on mindset. So LinkedIn was a professional platform. And that was the moment that I truly realized, like, who am I trying to be? Like, am I trying to be who I am for myself or for like the world? So why can I not post this on LinkedIn and on Instagram? So I remember sharing the Shuffle video. It was Turn Me On, a collab I did with Oliver Heldens. And I had like a coach at the time and I was about to delete it. And that was when I faced that judgmental voice in my head, I was posting it on LinkedIn, I shared it and it was up for like 10 minutes. And I started freaking out. And I was like, this is not for LinkedIn. I can't share this. I'm about to delete it. And my coach was like, I dare you to leave it up for 24 hours. I left it that video, it went viral, it ended up getting like 750,000 views on LinkedIn. And it was just like a huge reality check for me to be like, Every limit that we set on ourselves is really on our own terms. So, whether it's shuffling, whether it's wanting to start a blog, whether it's wanting to create videos, we always have that resistance. And it's usually our ego creating a story saying, you know, this is going to happen. But when we become aware and we push through it, that's when we become the best version of ourselves and shuffling has taught me that and just basically creating content and always facing that resistance, but doing it anyways has just really allowed a lot of growth.
0: Wow. You, and you just mentioned it like break, being able to break away from the status quo, being able to say, no, you know what? I am going to go for it. And um, it's not a one-time deal. You know, it's something that every single day, probably still have to that voice probably still does come in our head it's just how do we you know um how do we hear it now is it like this loud voice do we say hey sorry go come back later we're not accepting that right now and just moving forward so it's not like one day you do it and you never have to deal with it again it always comes back but it's learning how to cope with it and understand like oh that voice actually isn't my voice that's not my real thought I'm in control of that, the other part, and how I react to hearing that voice. And I can always say, no, sorry, I'm not accepting that right now.
1: I love that.
0: (laughs) And uh, then you mentioned that again, like being professional, what does that mean? Oh, that means I can't post my passion on LinkedIn because people are going to see it and say, well, yeah, you clearly work too hard uh, in some other area, so you wouldn't be able to translate that to you know, maybe a more corporate setting, you know, where it's the opposite, right? And you were actually embraced for that. And they're like, wow, you're able to kick butt doing um what you're doing, you know, when you're not dancing, and then do it dancing. That's completion right there. So um, speaking of, of dance festivals, what you said, you took a break, right? So um, from your first festival, and then you took a break. Well, let's talk about that for the beginning what did you love about festivals early on and um, when you came back to festivals what quickly sparked that and did you feel you know how did it make you feel going back into festivals
1: when i first started festivals I, I grew up in miami so it was really natural the party scene and going to raves and going to for the music so i was it's initially drawn to the music and to be able to go with my friends and just have this super fun experience and It was mostly for the music and for the fun. I loved being around people. I loved just being close to the stage or like on someone's shoulders and like just connecting. It was just beautiful. But I also was going through a difficult time where I just wanted to escape also. So I would look at festivals kind of like, oh, my gosh, yes, I can go here. I can escape. And I went through like this cycle where I was just always going to get drunk and you know it was just that's what it was the purpose and so when I moved to college I said no more that scene was not for me it was toxic I was getting influenced to drink all the time or to just stay out till five in the morning every day and so I quit but I also continue to party I continue to do the things that had nothing to do with festivals because I myself was just doing the wrong things and so when I started making small choices in my life so like hanging around people who were better influences and just showing up for my health when I found shuffling I found like this new community of people who are just so accepting and so loving and it gave me a new reason to go back to festivals. But this time, I didn't look at it as an escape. I looked at it as, as a place, kind of like a like a safe place where I could go and connect with anybody and be myself. Because when you're at a festival, I, and I started going alone as – as well too so i would go alone and just have this new mentality of i'm gonna meet whoever and i would dance and people would come up to me and be like oh my god that's so cool can i take a video of you let's hang out hang out with my family like my Ray family and so i started going to festivals like literally just to continue being myself and grow at these places with new people and just dance for like two 12 hours a day and it's it was truly a spiritual experience festivals and just the ability to connect with so many people have it's been amazing a beautiful experience
0: wow and and you now you're doing that purely sober like
1: so I did I did go so when I started shuffling shuffling also took me away from alcohol I got really used to drinking like years of my life like every weekend I couldn't go anywhere sober I just wanted to get drunk But when I started shuffling, it was kind of so natural for me not to want to drink because I just wanted to dance. So then I went a little extreme. I went a whole year. I just completely cut out alcohol, mostly because I was scared to get back into the festival scene with that dependency. So I was just like, no more drinking, no more just sober. And that's how it went. And now I'll allow myself to have a drink here or there or like, you know, still have fun and let loose, but with different intentions
0: yeah intention so it's so important and thank you for sharing that um our our company festi you know we're making a product so that you can go to festivals with your friends and you can say hey i'm gonna step out i'm gonna go do my own thing for an hour or two and then i'll be able to link back up with you guys so it's not necessarily so that everyone can stay together but more so you can go do your own thing for the amount of time that you intend as opposed to i'm gonna go i'll be right back And then it's like six hours later and you're just like freaked out. Um, But one of the things for us is since we're creating this product, we're going to festivals, we're testing, we're interacting with people. And that's the thing, it doesn't matter. You know, you could do that sober. You can can interact with people sober. There's so much magic that does not require you to be under the influence of anything. Um, Especially like, you know, when you're you're doing something you love, fueled by passion, uh, same thing for us. So we have a policy where it's like, hey, you know, let's take care of business and then afterwards we can have a drink or two, you know, but we got to make sure we're kind of just, you know, especially when like your skills are super developed too. And I'm sure when you go to festivals, you get that circle of people around you, uh, shuffle circle. So talk about that. And, you know, if someone approaches you afterwards and says, hey, I really love what you're doing. So like even you being able to be at that level where you can keep that conversation going and and also take in the praise that you're receiving.
1: Yeah, I love that because when I started going to festivals again, I Started, I still had friends who didn't shuffle. So it was kind of like a, we would go, but I wanted to go to shuffle. And it was like we would always stay together, but one wanted to be in the crowd. I wanted to be away from the crowd. And so when I decided to go alone to EDC, I was, or imagine, I went, I drove like four hours to Atlanta alone. And I knew shufflers that were going. And it was just so natural. It was a Sterling, who's another shuffler who I had never met in person. But when we all met in person, it was just shuffle circle after shuffle circle. And we would just meet people and we would be in the circle and then someone comes and they're like, oh my god I saw you on Instagram or like I saw someone that I'm like, oh my god and it's amazing because the Shuffle Circle is connecting back to what we said earlier about like the confidence of not caring about any more of like judgment. Shuffle Circles also broke that out because that anxiety of like originally, even now to this day, I'm sure I still get it. It's been a while that I've seen a Shuffle Circle, but like, oh my God, I don't want to jump in because everyone's going to be looking at me. And like the moment you just do it, it's like nobody cares. Like it's just for fun and to connect.
0: So I don't have to be like, I'm not the best shuffle. I don't have, I mean, you know, I try. And maybe there is no such thing as being the best. It's just expressing yourself. But let's say, can I just jump in? Like, do I have to be like advanced shuffler? Can I just jump you in? You
1: can. Trip? And that's the thing is that you can jump in and people will still cheer you on. I mean, if you take like 20 minutes in there and you're still not I, dancing, you're like, all right. But if you go in, have fun, learn a little bit, like it'll, people would cheer you on and it's just it's amazing because we think that you have to be the best or like even today people see me dance and they're like I'll never get good but you all start somewhere you have to start and just continue to go and not don't stop yourself from dancing because you're not the best there's always going to be someone that's better like continue to do it
0: exactly and um you've made so much progress over the span of two years which is I mean that's that's even hard to believe, but I take your word for it. I mean, sheesh! When I look at your your videos, I'm like, really? In two years? So talk about that process. I mean, you must have, if not every day, every other day, been practicing.
1: Yeah. So I started September two thousand eighteen. Right now is July, so almost two years. Wow. And it it just it's definitely the commitment. I saw a vision. I didn't know where I, where shuffling was gonna take me. I was just starting my second to last semester of college second to last year of college so I was switching into applied math which was my major and so i knew that i needed something to let go and to have fun i was spending a lot of time studying so i would go to instagram and that was just my happy place of watching shuffling videos and i knew it was something that made me feel good because around that time that fall of 2018 was when i really started my personal development journey and like starting my blog and sharing my journey on instagram and just being able to show up, I would do like these thirty-day shuffle challenges where I had to post every day, and like it just taught me, it taught me for once in my life how what it means to like stick to something and just can uh, commit to it. Because dance, when I grew up, I just never really committed. I would go, I was really good. I would go for hours, and I wouldn't um, look forward to it. But shuffling, I started off five minutes a day, and I remember I couldn't even run to a running man for five minutes I was exhausted it would be literally like 30 seconds and I couldn't but I kept going and I kept reminding myself Erica it sucks right now I don't have like the skill but if I keep showing up and and somehow I ended up like it opens so many doors to connect with people. I mean, right now I'm here talking to you and it just shows like when you have that vision and you just put effort into doing it every day, there's no way that it's not gonna come. Like it's gonna come because you can't go back. You can only continue to go forward.
0: Exactly, and you know, here's another little analogy. If you look at a sculpture, you're like, wow, that's a, an amazing sculpture, right? So was it the last hit, you know, the last chisel that made it the amazing sculpture? Or was it the third one or the fifth one? Or, you know, every single part plays a, a, play a piece in that sculpture. And so, yeah, how you mentioned it, you were just, I'm going to keep working at it. I'm going to keep working at it. Eventually, you now you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, there's a beautiful image, you know, that's creating itself. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And two years from now, we'll look back at this moment. And look at also how far you've come compared to that so that's kind of the beauty of it and the other beauty is the giving back aspect so let's talk about that you said you're a shuffle instructor and a yoga instructor and a mindset coach um give us some more information on that we'd love to hear about that
1: yeah so it just came really naturally um i've always since i was little was a teacher like i would teach my neighbors I would invent stuff and be like all right here's your homework like pay attention to me I'm gonna write on the board like it's just always so natural that I want to share information so I started a club in Tallahassee this was again this was a new semester so 2019 a year had went by and I was really connected on Instagram. Like I had, you know, my people on Instagram, but in person, I didn't have shufflers. I would go to concerts. There wasn't shuffling. And so I told myself, all right, let's start a club. This was the time that I decided to really start something. And I started going to fest uh, not festivals, shows in Tallahassee. And so I went one day to Green Velvet and I got a group of people, everybody that would see me and say, Hey, I want to learn how to shuffle. I'm like, give me your number, give me your number. I would write shuffle class, green velvet so I sent out a text the next day hey it was so nice meeting you it was like 10 or 15 people I don't remember and I'm like I'm teaching a shuffle class come out and so we had like 40 people at our first meetup and every week it was just every week I started teaching and I just see how it transforms people I see the resistance when people don't want to learn how to shuffle and I see the resistance of like being uncomfortable in your own body or being uncomfortable with expressing yourself in person in front of other people. And this is all stuff that I dealt with. So shuffling has allowed me to overcome a lot of that. So when I teach people, I know it's not only about the shuffling, I know it's a whole entire growth process. And so that's what I love about teaching it and connecting it with the mindset and knowing that, you know, it's all, it's all, together, the same like anxiety we feel when we're sharing videos is it's just all um, a growing experience. So being able to teach is amazing. And I've taught kids, I've taught my dad who's like 70. So anyone can learn how to shuffle really.
0: Yes. And and you also mentioned basically, you know, how we all have to, you've gone through it, you've experienced the same types of feelings. And even myself, I do coaching on the side, and I can, I'm able to speak about it and connect with people because, hey, I was in the those exact same shoes and I thought X, Y, and Z, I felt this, I experienced this, even I've made mistakes. And, you know, I want to tell you that it's okay. This is how you can make it, forward, you know, come forward. Um, so part of being a great instructor is actually saying like, you know, it comes from the heart, but it also comes from that experience. So um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the mindset Um, and mentality because mental health is super important, especially now with everybody being at home. You know, people are very depressed during these times, everything going on, so much happening at once while we're being kind of confined. Um, Talk about that and how during these times, how have you been coping with it and how have you been um, inspiring or connecting and, and assisting some of your clients and friends kind of get through this together?
1: Yeah, I love that because mental health is something we're not really taught to talk about growing up. And it goes with everything we talked about earlier, like the whole mindset, mindset, and mental health is very different, but one does kind of affect the other. And so these days really with all that's been going on, I've been turning back to my shuffling and I've been turning back to mental health practices that I've adapted from therapy, I started therapy. So When I, how we talked about how when I had quit alcohol, I had gone a whole year of shuffling and doing a lot of the stuff that I did, but I still was feeling like really anxious and I wasn't understanding a lot of the things that I was experiencing. So that's when I decided to go to therapy and learn self talk and learn what really self love means and how we have to put practices into place to care about our mental health from our sleeping, from our morning routine, from the way we talk to ourselves. And the exercise is such a huge component. And even today, you know, during quarantine, there's days where like it'll be just so much more difficult that I don't want to dance. But even those days, when I do allow myself to finally play some music and dance, it just kind of clears my entire mind and just gives me a whole... Another like, whoa, okay, so let's get out of my head and do what still is good for me. Mm -hmm. So keeping a morning routine has been extremely helpful. So I do ashtanga yoga every morning and I don't check my phone first thing in the morning for like an hour and I journal how I feel, what I'm grateful for, what my plans are for the day, and just always do that one thing that brings me happiness. So we usually don't want to do that when we're feeling down. But when we just go for it, it's just so much more like beneficial. And just being our best friend before anything else. Because if our cup isn't full, we can't really be there for others. So these days, I've been making sure I have my routine going well and then for other people so like my shuffling one-on-one clients we have a blast and i can see how our mood changes from the beginning of the call to the end and it's something that continues outside the practice so just showing up whether it's yoga shuffling journaling you're doing the work while you're doing it but then when you go in through the rest of the day you're still feeling the effects so just having those things that you can turn to
0: yeah brought up so many beautiful topics. Um, one of them is therapy, you know, and I say therapy is beautiful because, you know, just be, things don't have to be going extremely bad for you to say, Oh, well, now I'm going to therapy. Um, I see a therapist and it's not because of that. It's because, Hey, we've all, I've experienced things in my life. You've experienced things. We've all gone through our own journey and that has kind of brought us to the position we're in right now. So now, It's also very healthy to reflect and see, oh, wow, I was hurt when I was a kid. And that is actually that there's still a wound there and I'm I'm recovering from that or, you know, different things. Uh, I think therapy is extremely healthy. I think everyone should go see a therapist because we all have feelings. We all have thoughts. We all have emotions. We all, you know, uh, go through things. So it's being able to connect. It doesn't make you less masculine if you're just checking out how you can, you know, live your be- a better life and tap into your ideal self. So that was one thing. Um, you also mentioned the routine. So turning off, uh, making sure your technology is off first thing in the morning. So at that point you're checking in with yourself, you know, it's, it's like I said, taking care of yourself first. Um, I, I go exercise in the morning. So I train clients and we kick off our day working out. And although you're waking up early, sometimes you're you'd rather maybe be sleeping or jump on your phone and be like, "Hey, I just want to occupy my mind with something else." Having that discipline to get a workout in, having that discipline to write write in your journal, having that discipline to consistently do it, um, definitely makes a, a positive impact on uh, your life. You know, so that's awesome. I love that you you brought that up. And then, is it that hard? Is it that challenging to uh, to not go on your phone that first hour? Talk about that.
1: No, so that in the beginning, yeah, but now that's something I do every single day. So the more that you do it, like the the easier that it becomes. So it's a habit. So I don't I don't check my phone first thing in the morning, even though like I might have the temptation, um, but I remind myself not to do it. And definitely like everything else in my routine at first is difficult. Like I just I went through some like a month waking up at like 12 p.m. during quarantine, but I felt like crap. So I told myself, Erica, wake up early. And I fell into a cycle of saying I was going to wake up early and snoozing my alarm. Mm -hmm. But eventually and it takes time. It's being patient with yourself, I think is the most important thing and these these days I've been able to do it so now I wake up every day at seven even when I feel like snoozing my alarm I'll practice and that's for now eventually I want to do six but I'm being easy on myself and just you know taking my time so it's definitely difficult at first with anything um, but having that one thing to look forward to so if I wake up and I don't have anything to look forward to I'm gonna snooze my alarm because there's no point right so I make sure that the day before what am I gonna to do tomorrow whether it's the work out at seven or the call at nine like just have something where i get myself together and just have that intention and something to continue looking forward to
0: so you're essentially creating an environment for success so Mm -hmm. um and the the thought process the thoughts in your head your your schedule your plans that's part of the environment the other piece is um the people you're around the energy you surround yourself with talk about that because i feel like That's the beauty of festivals is that whole energy you're surrounded with. And it makes you want to uh, strive for more, makes you grateful, makes you appreciative. Um, So, yeah, even though we're not at festivals, the shuffle circle, the community you have. um, Yeah. Talk about the environment and the importance it plays in your your life.
1: Yeah, our environment is the most important thing. And that's what drives our emotions, our thoughts, our actions. Um, But we can also change our environment without like changing like the physical environment. So what you said, like surrounding ourselves with people who are more influential, and like you connected it to a festival at a festival, we're listening to music, we're high vibe, we're at a high frequency. So it's much easier to be inspired, it's much easier to be connected. Um, But outside of a festival it's possible like everything is energy and frequency and if we can do it at a festival then we can do it at home and what these times are showing us is that we don't always have the access to be where we want to be at a given time but you know we are at home so let's manage our energy with what we're watching let's manage our energy with who we're giving our attention to so who are you following what are the things that you're talking about every day who are you calling like are your friends giving you energy and like supporting you during these times or or not so just being aware of what you're allowing into your environment and overall just knowing that we are in control of our own thoughts, emotions, if we become aware, and we just mindfully make the decision to, to be aware of our environment. So just always doing our job to stay aware to do the things that bring our vibe up and surround ourselves with the things that keep it up. Yeah, there's times where we're not going to feel it. There's times where our friends aren't feeling and that's fine being there for each other, of course, but in the overall big picture, knowing who you want and what you want into your life, in your life
0: exactly so it's taking what you learn shuffling with taking what you learn at the festival but it's going beyond the shuffle so let's talk about beyond the shuffle where did that come uh from and yeah tell us about the podcast tell us about i'm sure it's more than just a podcast it's a mission it's a it's a motive it's yeah let's get into that
1: yeah so beyond the shuffle came about um it was like a a download that i had like of information i had wanted to start i started a blog in 2018 called the positive focus and it was going to be mindset and all of everything but something was holding me back because as i was doing the blogging i was doing the shuffling so i've noticed that shuffling has been a huge part of my life but it's not just shuffling shuffling is what people see on the videos it's what people see when i'm doing it but it's the whole growth behind that that has what really has really made it what it is it's the the hours of work that you show up it's the practices you put into place it's your story the reason you do what you do your emotions and it's like beyond the shuffle is that there's so much more beyond what you see so whether it's for me that I'm a shuffler it's the shuffle but if you can think about it it's beyond like whatever you're doing so beyond your um, your titles and all the work that goes in behind the scenes. So not only am I sharing my stories, but I'm also bringing on other shufflers and creatives to share their stories and they're behind the scenes. So beyond the shuffle is also behind the scenes. And then providing people. So listeners and people who want to shuffle that are in my network, the vehicle to do the same. So through my classes, you're getting the shuffling and you're listening to the podcast, from the stories. And you're also knowing that there's so much more to what we're doing. It's always just, there's always a growing aspect to things. It's this energy. So when we get beyond it, we give ourselves the space to continue growing and just showing up and stepping, literally stepping or shuffling into our higher selves.
0: Love it, love it, love it. So let's, let's get into that. Um, I'm at home right now, I'm staying at home. And I'm like, you know what, I've never shuffled, I wanna do it, I wanna try it. I wanna explore myself and it looks super cool. I see Erica, she's killing it, her videos are off the chain. Well, what are three tips you have for me, for an up and coming, someone that wants to shuffle?
1: Okay, so ask yourself why you wanna do it. And is it going to be worth the hard work? Because I, I think that's where people give up. They're like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do it. And then they try to move and they're like, uh oh, never mind. So, you know, tell yourself if you want to do it and go for the easy. Don't go hard. People think they could speed up right away. Learn a basic tutorial. Right now I'm working on like a mini, a mini part course. It's going to be like a three mini free course. So, For the future, whoever wants to learn can do it. It's going to be the running man, the T-step, and the crisscross. Learn it slowly. Do it slowly. And little by little, add moves. But make sure you have the step that you're starting at and then do it slow, the running man, then do the crisscross. And just honestly, my best advice is to record yourself right away. Show people, hey, this is what I'm learning. And once you put it out there and you commit yourself, you're going to, you're going to Get into it and just be easy on yourself. Don't don't be shy and accept the journey.
0: Nice, nice. I love it. And the thing you said is, if you get into it, hold yourself accountable, and well, ask yourself if you really want to do it. Because, like you said, two years, and in order to make that progress, um, and to be doing those super cool moves, you had to go in day by day and say, mm-hmm. look, today might be challenging. I might think, man, I suck or whatever. But it's like I don't care. I I. I I don't suck as much as I did yesterday. I got a little bit better. I got a little bit better. And then everything comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing when I coach clients, we literally spend the first month to six weeks building their foundation
1: because I mm-hmm. tell them, I say, hey,
0: whatever it is you're doing, you need a foundation before you can get to all the fancy moves and looking cool on this and that. You need a foundation so that you you know, um, know what you're doing, You understand why you're doing it you can mm-hmm. gradually move up so you're not jumping the gun and potentially injuring yourself or getting yourself into a scenario where it, you bit off too much you know more than you can chew um but it really comes into that there's there really is a process uh and i i love that you can go to uh, beyondtheshuffle.com is that where we can go to potentially to, to buy such so the support and uh, get this introduction course
1: Yes, so right now I have like a recording of my previous workshop, which was a beginner's workshop, which is like $6 and you can really learn all the foundation on there. Um, but I am going to make it easier so you could just like sign up and have it to your email. So right now it's not available, but um, you can subscribe on my website there and I, I will send out like an email and yeah, just taking it and practicing every, every day, every day. Even if you want to, like, take a day or two off, but for the majority, like, do not let it go.
0: Got it. Got it. So you do you pretty much every day or every other day. And you also said, like, five minutes might be all you need. Um, so talk about what's your session like now? What, what is it like?
1: Yeah, so I have been doing it for the most part these days. I've been really focusing on the yoga in the morning and then I do shuffling. I don't have a specific time, but when I do it, I set myself with like a goal. So I'll say, I'm going to go in, dance to this song, either make a choreography practice for like 10 minutes, or I set myself like a, like a, the, like a mark where I can end my practice. So I make sure that I get a video, I'm satisfied, I know I put in work, I was able to clean up some moves, and then that's it. So sometimes my practice can take 30 minutes, an hour, and other times longer if I go live on Instagram. But always going in with like a mission. So it's either I wanna go in for five minutes to review a move, or I want to learn a choreography, so it's gonna take 30 minutes. But and listening to your body, if it's a day you don't feel good, then start off with that five-minute mark. But most most likely, once you get to the five minutes, you feel better, so you're gonna want to aim for more. So just setting yourself like start small, but then continue to grow from there.
0: Got it, got it. And uh, a lot of great athletes, great dancers. Um, myself, I, I I'm not a, I'm not a great like them like, but you know, just I still preach it though, because as a coach. The importance of stretching. So tell I would love to hear your thoughts on stretching before, after. Um, do you do it every session? And uh, Because, I mean, I believe it is important, and I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, definitely. With shuffling, you can hurt yourself if you're not stretched out. So stretching in the beginning, I don't put enough uh, emphasis on my stretching because I do yoga. So for the most part, I'm pretty – like, I, I stretch, but – through the intention of like connecting with my body, but overall, like just stretching and making sure your body's prepared for the physical activity that shuffling is, is really important. So I have like a small, like five minute routine. And then at the end of shuffling, it's also important to stretch too. So personally, I love the stretching and the yoga, um, but yeah, yeah, I, it's important.
0: Yeah, yoga is awesome. I feel like whatever you're doing, even if you're not exercising as much as you, you should, you know, yoga gets your body flexible and just gets you feeling good. Whether you're working, you're sitting in the chair for hours and throughout the day, um, going to yoga, being like, wow. And like I said, developing that relationship with your body. So dancing, what everything is, is that it's all a form of relationship with the body. Um, so we're winding down here. How can we find you? How can we support you? How can we just, you know, send a message and say thanks because even right now, that's very important. And I think a lot of artists and creators really appreciate it when they receive messages from people.
1: Yeah. So I'm always online on Instagram, Erica Gutierrez. So you can definitely message me on there. If you enjoyed this, like at, tag me on your story um, and on LinkedIn as well as just Erica Gutierrez. And then mostly my website beyond the shuffle where you can find sources to learn how to shuffle as well as like book a call for, with me on there too. So those are the three places.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Files appreciates you. I appreciate you keep on killing it. I mean, everyone, if you haven't checked out her, her videos, check them out. She does, she's just, you can just see the passion. You can just feel the energy. um, And then it makes you want to get up and try something, you know, just don't hurt yourself, but but have fun with it. Uh, So I want to end it a little differently today. I'm going to put you on the spot, right? I'm going to ask you this question. Um, First, let's start with festivals. Festivals are, and then I want to hear what you got to say.
1: Festivals are a place where we can connect with each other and just experience the high frequencies and vibrations that this life has to offer and have music and just connect with what life really is. And like that inspiration, love and unity and respect and all of it all together. Festivals is that safe place.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it so true place of non-judgment accepting all backgrounds it the world is a festival the world should be a festival we gotta look at it that way and uh one more part two now for the dancer i want to know about how you feel when you're shuffling so when i am shuffling i
1: when i'm shuffling i forget all the problems that are happening i release from the thoughts in my mind and i just feel so present alive and i feel this energy that just like inspires me to keep going and keep creating an awesome life
0: amazing you're amazing again my name is Desmond Stan CEO of FESTI Thank you so much to Erica G, Erica Gutierrez, Beyond the Shuffle. We'll have her information in the description below. And to everybody out there, Festy fam, Festival Gores Unite, we love you. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Signing out.
1: Awesome.